Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Maroc, Ambassador of Dark and Paranormal Tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Besides green beer, shamrocks, and pots of gold, leprechauns are also prevalently represented on St. Patrick's Day. So you might think, and rightfully so, that Leprechaun Day would fall on March 17th. Because, yep, there is such a day to revere the wee little green guys. However, if you go searching for Leprechaun Day on the Weird Holidays and Observances page that you'll find on hauntjohns.net, you won't find it where you think you would if you're expecting to find it in March. It's one of those weird holidays that's not where it should be at least in my mind. Another one is Build a Scarecrow Day, which is in July. I would have thought it'd be sometime in early fall, but it'd be too late by then to build one. Farmers need scarecrows to protect their crops, many of which are harvested come September and October. Looking at it from that perspective, July makes sense for having a Build a Scarecrow Day, doesn't it? If we dig in and examine leprechauns and the day that celebrates them, will we find that its non-St. Patty's Day placement also makes sense? Let's find out. First of all, you might be wondering, if Leprechaun Day isn't on St. Patrick's Day, then when is it? It falls on May 13th. And what about its origins? As Days of the Year put it, The origins of Leprechaun Day are just as mysterious as the hiding places of the pots of gold belonging to the little folk. We'll get to the legends surrounding their pots of gold, but Days of the Year wasn't lying. Trying to uncover the origins of Leprechaun Day proved elusive. The first newspaper reference to it that I could find was from 1992 in the Bangor Daily News. But it likely started before this, exactly when, who started it, or why, still remains a mystery. For now, I'm always digging to uncover Weird Day origin stories. If I find anything more, I'll be sure to update you. Speaking of origin stories, what are leprechauns? Where did they come from? When did they first appear in Irish folklore? Some classify them as fairies, while others categorize them as elves. Live science offered two possibilities for where the name leprechaun comes from, including 8th century legends of water spirits called, here we go, this is in Irish, so if you speak this, I pardon me for butchering it, lokorpan, meaning small body. Somewhere along the way, these sprites were combined with another mischievous household fairy said to haunt cellars and drink heavily and came to be known as leprechauns. Or, 
as has also been suggested, do they hail from the Irish for shoemaker, Leith Brogan? Don't know if I said that one right either, but I gave it the old college try. No matter where they came from, or how bad I mispronounce it, or what they are, be it a sprite or elf, all agree they're tricksters, and that each has a pot of gold. Days of the Year offered a story about where their gold comes from. It happened when the Danes invaded Ireland and entrusted their plunder to the wee folk, who didn't prove trustworthy after all. The leprechauns hid it all over Ireland to keep for themselves. However, popular Irish folklore says that there are two ways you can find their fortune and claim it for yourself. One, if you find a leprechaun or catch him, you are entitled to his pot of gold, which he can give you in exchange for his freedom. Two, rainbows illuminate where leprechauns have buried gold, so find the end of one and start digging. Leprechauns are also said to have the power to grant three wishes. Maybe one of them could be, I wish you'd give me your pot of gold. What about sounds? Do leprechauns make any? If you're trying to catch a leprechaun, is there something you should watch for in particular when searching for them? More like something you should listen for, which would be Mary singing and the tap tap tapping of his tiny cobbler hammer driving nails into the shoes he's making. Did you know there is a genetic birth disorder called leprechaunism? That was something else I learned thanks to live science. The condition is also known as Donahue syndrome, which is the term most researchers prefer since, as live science pointed out, families may view leprechaunism as pejorative. But what is it? It's a very rare recessive genetic disorder characterized by abnormal resistance to insulin. It's so rare that only 50 cases have been reported in medical literature. Babies who are born with Donahue syndrome are unusually small before and after birth and experience a failure to thrive. Physical characteristics include abnormally large ears and mouths on an abnormally small head and skin issues. Their internal organs are also liable to be enlarged and potentially cause problems like repeated hernias. Other than being born small, I'm not sure how this disorder got the name that it did, although those with the last name Donahue may not like that so much either. Since the topic of leprechaunism is a little bit heavy, let's lighten things up to end this episode with an Irish blessing or two. My favorite that makes me chuckle every time I see it or hear it is, May those who love us love us, and those who don't love us, may God turn their hearts. And if he doesn't turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles, so we may know them by their limping. However, a blessing that more closely matches the theme of this episode is, may you have all the happiness and luck that life can hold, and at the end of your rainbows, may you find a pot of gold. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Leprechaun Day, or whichever day it is that you're listening to this. As always, thanks for tuning in.
You've been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Morocco and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this audio journey. Did you like what you heard? If so, the best ways to show your appreciation are by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts from, leaving a review if your podcast provider permits it, or by sharing this episode. If you're curious about the music, almost all of it comes from filmmusic.io, unless otherwise specified in the show notes, which is also where all artists and song titles are listed. And if you'd like to continue exploring with me beyond the podcast, you can always jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net or socially on Instagram and YouTube. I sure do appreciate you taking the time to sail the airwaves with me. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.